I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Dr. Brene Brown said, rather than trying to be right, it's much better to try to get it right. If you're someone who's trying to be right, what that means is that you're heavily attached to a certain story, a certain worldview, a certain perspective, and that clinging, that attachment is stopping you from learning and stopping you from evolving. If you shift over to trying to get it right, what that means is that you can be in a place of curiosity, openness, and a willingness to change your mind. And in this video, I am going to break down five powerful truths that will help you regularly transform your trauma and grow and evolve as a person. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist. Please like this video. Please subscribe. Let's jump into these five truths. Truth number one is that as people, we live life through a story. Dr. Stephen Covey said, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. That story is our identity. That story is our lens of the world. We always live through a frame, and that frame is our identity. And it's super important to realize that that frame, that story, that identity that we're living through is not perfect. It's not accurate. It's not even correct. So back to the quote from Dr. Brene Brown, rather than trying to be right, it's better to try to get it right. So our identity is fundamentally two things. It's the lens we're living through. It's the story we're living through. That story is our past self, present self, and even our future selves. But also, our identity is that which we're most committed to. It's the standards and ideals what we're committed to. The main point here is, is that you're living life through a story. And if you are dogmatic about that story, meaning that you believe that that story is accurate, it's factual, it's true, then that is going to limit you from progressing as a person. This is psychological rigidity, where you really have to believe that your view of things or your current view, your current story, is the only way of looking at it and that it's accurate. Rather than emotional rigidity, you want psychological flexibility. With psychological flexibility, you're willing to recontextualize. So you could have an event happen and one person sees it as a tragedy, another person sees it as a triumph. It's all about context and story. So truth number one is, is that you are living your life through a story and the most powerful place to be is, is that you recognize that that story is subjective, that story is limited, it's, it's biased, and that the more you can open yourself up to trying to get it right, the more you will be able to reframe, recontextualize the story such that you can continually move forward. Truth number two is that the past is not what determines the present. That's the typical way of looking at life. That's the typical way of looking at time is, is that the present is the byproduct of the past. And often that's how we look at people. If you look at a person and you see who they are, you'll want to go back to their past to understand who they are and why they are the way they are. From a psychological perspective, there's a much more liberating truth. This is something that I learned from one of my advisors, Dr. Brent Slife. He said that rather than saying that the past determines the present, it's actually more accurate to say that the present shapes the meaning of the past. And from a brain perspective, whenever you're coming up with a memory, you're always reconstructing that memory from the present. And so this is a very empowering truth because rather than saying that the past is determining the present, it's much more powerful to say that in the present, you have large aspects of agency to reframe and refill to the past. You can look at the past, recontextualize it, and gain new perspective from it. This isn't to say that the past isn't important, but it highlights a more important truth, that it's actually the present 
that shapes the meaning of the past. It's in the present that you're shaping and filtering the story of the past. And that the more psychologically flexible you become, the more willing you are to try to get it right, the more willing you are to reframe the meaning of the past. Look at it from different angles. Look at it from more empowering perspectives. Strive to get more from it rather than be driven by it. Truth number three is that no matter what happened in your past, it can actually be for your good. Rather than being bitter, you can be better. And this comes from the fact that it's the present that shapes the meaning of the past rather than the past that shapes the meaning of the present. In the present, you actually have power. You have agency to reframe and restory the past. You can look at it from new angles. And if you're someone who's trying to get it right rather than trying to be right, then you'll be open to the fact that your old story, your old view was limiting. This takes a huge amount of humility and flexibility and a willingness to try to get it right, trying to be better rather than trying to be right. Even looking at something maybe you said yesterday and thinking about, you know, maybe I had that wrong. Maybe I was making too many assumptions. And this doesn't mean that your past self was necessarily wrong. There's no reason to feel like your past self was wrong, but it's also true that they had a limited perspective. You can now have a better perspective, a more empowering perspective, a more truthful perspective. Hopefully you're trying to have better angles on things and being willing to admit when you were wrong. This is a key aspect of growing in psychological flexibility and honestly the willingness to overcome what would be called traumas is, is, is to be willing to look at it from a positive way, to being willing to actually take something from it. Your past is either an asset or a liability. If it's a liability, then what that means is that it's costing you lots in the present and in the future, and it's honestly determining and driving you. Whereas if it's an asset, then what that means is that in the present, you know that no matter what happened, you can turn what happened into growth, meaning, and progress. You can turn it into enhanced connection, enhanced trust. This is difficult. Uh, growing in self-awareness is not for the faint of heart. It, it takes being humble to the fact that you may have had it wrong or you may have at least had it not quite as right and that maybe what you were doing, your view, your story of things was not only costing you, but it was costing other people as well. One thing about all of this is that it takes extreme compassion. You want to have extreme compassion for your past self. And that actually takes us to truth number four. Truth number four is that you are not your past self, but neither is anyone else. So you are not the same person you were 10 years ago. You saw the world differently. You had different values, different goals, but you're also not the same person you were even 10 months ago and not even 10 days ago. And if you're someone who's really open to learning, really open to having new perspectives and even reframing your past and learning more and more from it and gaining more from it, when you reframe the past and when you openly acknowledge that you're not your former self, this is actually how you maximize the meaning of your past because now your past becomes an incredible chest of gold that you're continually learning from and gaining from. Even from your most challenging experiences, you're learning and growing and gaining from those and you have more wisdom than your past self. Your past is, in a lot of ways, the Play-Doh that you're using with your new knowledge. You then use that to reconstruct, reshape your past, reshape the story that you're living through, and that opens up massive opportunities for your future. It's also really, really key to recognize that you are not your past self and that other people are not as well. And so when casting your story, it can be really easy to point at people's past and continually condemn them for who they were. We do live in a cancel culture, and I'm not saying that people's past behavior shouldn't be accounted for. If you are someone who is past-oriented, where you believe that the past determines the present, then what you're filtering for is a story that you're stuck on and believing that that person must be that way, they must be seen that way. And I get that certain people have made massive mistakes, huge mistakes, and that you can't just pretend that those things didn't happen. But at least when it comes to your own self and your own story, it's very powerful to look at your own self and acknowledge that you're not your past self and that other people are not as well. There's a powerful book on trauma called The Body Keeps the Score. 
And one of the things that the author talks about in that book is, is that the parent-child relationship is fundamental to mental and emotional health. And I believe that this is a really crucial component of growing as a person, not only as a parent, but also as a child, is recognizing that also your parents, you viewed them from a very limited perspective, probably from the perspective of your childish self, not that your childish self was a bad person, but they had a limited perspective. As you grow and mature, hopefully that perspective matures as well of your parents. And just as you want to have compassion for yourself, you want to have extreme compassion and love for your parents, but also recognize that they're not the same people that they were before. But also, even as a parent, recognizing that your children are not the same people they were as well and helping them recognize where they're making progress, where they're making growth. The fifth and final truth is, is that self-awareness can be painful. You just have to face the truth that how you were operating from the past, the story you were operating from, the frame and the filter that you were operating from in the past wasn't useful. And that becoming aware of it can feel painful. You can recognize that because of how you were operating in the past, you were not only causing yourself harm, but you were also causing other people harm. This truth, though, can be benefited by all the other truths I listed above. One being, obviously, that you're not your past self, but that your past self and other people's past selves really do deserve huge amounts of compassion. You will make lots of mistakes. That's okay. There are no quote-unquote mistakes, only lessons, but lessons will be repeated until they're learned. Just being willing to acknowledge and admit that actually you did make mistakes, that you do see it differently now, and that you would do it differently, and that that's okay. You forgive your past self. You forgive other people as well. And also recognizing that no matter what happened, you can turn that into a benefit. You can be anti-fragile rather than being fragile. No matter what happened, you have power in the present to reshape it, to use it, and to get better as a result. You can utilize your past rather than being used by it. You can move forward with joy, and it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay that you didn't do things right because human dynamics and human relationships are so important. And if you're willing to be open and honest, with where your new awareness is and, and having open conversations, maybe you know regularly apologizing uh, to key people in your life as you're growing in this awareness and just admitting fault, letting them know you doing your part in, in, in recognizing the new view and recognizing the new view is recontextualizing it such that you're helping uh, move things forward and you're doing it in a better way, in a more flexible way. And you're, you're helping them see that you do see things from a different perspective. And also you're willing to continuously see things from a new and better perspective perspective. And so that just moves things forward a lot. It can be painful, sometimes very painful to become increasingly self-aware. Uh, that's why a lot of people don't want to do it is because it's, it's, it's kind of safe to stay in the old story, to stay in the old shell. And like a crab, when you step out of that old shell, that old story, you can be exposed for a while as you're stepping into that new story. And I think that there's something really powerful here. The story, the lens, and the filter is your identity. And it's more powerful to have a flexible identity than a rigid identity. It's more powerful to have a growth mindset than a fixed mindset. So these are five powerful truths that if you embrace, your life can be changed. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I hope that this helps you. I hope that you can utilize this information to continuously transform your past into something that's useful so that you can become increasingly self-aware and build much more healthy relationships, relationships that aren't so stuck and dogmatic in a certain view. You can help other people recognize that they're growing as well. As always, you want to have compassion for your past self. There's no value in being mad at your past self. Your past self had a certain view. They were operating from a story, from a lens, and now you have a new story. You're more aware. And so you can see things from a different angle and, and have nothing but compassion for your past self, yet while at the same time recognizing that you're not your past self and that you wouldn't do things the same way. Please like, please subscribe. Please share this with someone that, uh, that you love and have an amazing day.